Are you a mum looking for some parenting inspiration, tips and advice, stories on the ups and downs we face in our lives as parents, some humour and a little bit of fun? Then you may have just found what you're looking for. Hi and welcome to the Parenting in the Thick of It show. I'm your host Louise Clark, a certified parent coach known to many as your parenting partner. As a mum to three teenagers, you can bet I've probably been there, done that and heard it all. Trust me, there'll be few things that I haven't experienced firsthand. I created this podcast because I just love to help mums like you find ways to navigate life in the thick of it and find a way out of it. Hi and welcome to the show today. I'm going to be talking about resilience and how do we build resilience in our kids? What can we do to help them become more resilient? Because it is an amazing skill to develop. I think first and foremost, a child has to feel that they're unconditionally loved, that we love them regardless of their behavior, the mistakes, the attitude, anything they do, say, be, anything that we love them regardless that in itself will develop help them develop a huge belief and love in themselves and that's a great foundation for believing that really you can handle whatever comes your way another way of building that is to use encouragement rather than praise because when we put when we encourage a child We put the courage in. When they have courage, they will feel brave enough to try something and face the consequences of their actions. If we praise them, praise is an externally motivated affair. Praise is from the outside. Praise is just looking almost at the end result, looking at what they've done rather than looking at how they've got to where they've got. So the encouragement piece will focus on the effort and improvement. The praise and overpraise just focuses on the end result. So praise does not build resilience. Praise does not build self-esteem. I'm going to do another episode on encouragement and praise. I'll do that um, next week. So look out for that because that's a whole podcast in itself. In fact, that's 10 podcasts in themselves. Back to resilience. So the unconditional love's huge role modeling it. If we can discuss moments where we have found something really hard and it's, t- it's really made us dig deep and really find some grit, determination and perseverance and we've got what we wanted as a result of it, that puts a bit of resilience in our resilience tank. So discuss that with them so that, and, and let them see what it is you were doing. Or if you're really struggling with some excuse me, with something in the moment, talk about it. Say, I'm finding this really hard right now. I just want to chuck it in, but I'm not going to. I'm going to persevere and I'm going to get through it. Then they'll see you doing it and realize, well, mum does it. She digs deep. If she can dig deep, so can I. Encouraging them to get up and try again. It's very easy to just do things for them. They've tripped and they've failed, so we do it. And we're still doing everything for them before they've had a chance to do it for themselves. There's that beautiful quote by Rudolf Drakers, who's an Adlerian, who was the guru and Adlerian parenting philosopher. 
And he said, never do for a child what a child can do for themselves, because if we continue to do what they can do for themselves, we're not giving them a chance to develop resilience. If someone else always does it for them, they don't have to work out how to do it for themselves. So overdoing things, overprotecting them, over rescuing them. You know, if we rescue them from things before they have to experience the consequences of their actions, we deny them the opportunity to develop resilience. It's But we so want to avoid, have them avoid feeling pain, avoid them failing, avoid them feeling let down because we know it doesn't feel nice, but we have to allow our children to experience that. That's what's going to help them develop resilience. Letting them fail. And when I say letting them fail, it sounds very callous. I don't mean it that way. I mean just appropriate failing. Failing that's going to, yeah, it's going to dent them a little bit, but they're going to get up and try again. You know, we have to be careful with the extent to which we allow them to fail. Um, so it's a bit of a balance there, but they definitely have to be able, they have to learn to deal with failure. They have to learn to deal with the trips and the hurdles and the mountains that they'll have to climb and learn that they can't give up if they really want something. They have to experience the, some of the obstacles. Another great thing which I mentioned earlier was talking about how you bounced back from something and how persevering and doing something and not thinking you could do it but then doing it and realizing you could Discuss this with them. Have a conversation with them. Write something down. Ask everybody to write something down that they remember they struggled with, but they actually worked it out and got on with it and felt better as a result of it and that they're stronger because of it. A strong foundation and belief in themselves. If they know that you believe in them, then the chances are they're going to believe in them. So when they come to you and they might say, Mom, I can't do this. Can you help me? Take a look and see what it is. If you really believe with a bit of grit and perseverance and determination, they can do it. How about saying to them, I trust that you can do this for yourself. I've done this with my youngest many times. He would often ask uh, for me to help him to do something that I know he could do. But I know he's going to struggle doing it. But I'll say to him, I know you can do this yourself. I believe and trust that you can. If you need some help, try it. If you need some help, I'm here for you. I'm always here. But try you trying yourself is going to really help you because if you learn how to do it and you've learned yourself, that'll be an awesome feeling. Have their backs in the event that they fail. So let them know that you have their backs, that you're there for them and that they can try it, but you're always there. Mistakes are a part of life. They're a healthy part of life. And if we always, I think it's called lawnmower parenting, that we pave the way for them and clear the grass, clear the path so it's clear, no obstacles, nothing they'll trip on, no hazards, we're not going to, they're not going to make very many mistakes. If they don't make mistakes, they're not going to develop resilience. It's so important. And also to not be ashamed of your mistakes, to share your mistakes. That's going to help build resilience as well because we all make them. So sharing them is a really important thing and it really helps you feel uh, to, to share that vulnerability 
is what will help them develop resilience as well. Last week on one of the episodes, I discussed the concept of mindset, mindset, growth mindset, fixed mindset. People with a growth mindset are known to be more resilient than those with a fixed mindset. If you're interested in that, look at the book by Carol Dweck called Mindset. It's all on perspective and um, and being positive and a growth mindset that plays into developing resilience big time. Our children need to learn to be able to adapt and be flexible to the demands of life as they're as they're on the path. That's what's going to help to become resilient. If you're so fixed and so resistant to certain ways, you're just not even going to try. I'm not doing it. I can't do it that way. Be open to trying things a different way. Then you might develop even more resilience from trying things that you might not have otherwise tried. Accepting them for who they are. If we accept them truly for who they are and we're not trying to make them into something that we would want, we would rather want them to be or become, that's what's going to give them the trust in themselves and the belief in themselves that they're good enough as they are. So important. And I mentioned at the begin- at the start, unconditional love. And I'm going to finish with that because next week on episode 159, I'm going to be diving into unconditional love and how we can help our children understand what it is. We all talk about it, unconditional love. And a child probably even has heard, oh, unconditional love. But do they understand what that actually means? So I am going to go into that in more detail in episode 159. So tune into that. It's going to be a really good one. So developing resilience, I hope that's been helpful and opened your opened your mind to ways in which you can help to build resilience in your children. Thanks so much for listening. Bye for now. That's it for today's episode on the Parenting in the Thick of It show. If you enjoyed the show, please do share it with your friends and family. And remember, if you find yourself stuck in the thick of it and can't see a way out of it, please send me an email. I would love to help you. My email is louise at yourparentingpartner.com. And don't forget to take a look at the Parenting in the Thick of It family organizer that I created. It's an evergreen family calendar guaranteeing 12 months of use from whenever you start. It also includes beautifully illustrated, informative and interactive monthly parenting theme pages to guide you through the year. It's the perfect organizer for busy families to keep track of all their activities, plus help parents be the best parent they can be. It's more than just a calendar. You can find the link for this and the other social media platforms that I am on below the description in this episode. Thank you so much for listening today and I look forward to being with you all soon. Bye for now.